Welcome to Haunting Live Podcast, a place where we bring a new paranormal guest each episode to share their journey and experiences. Visit our sponsor, The Most Gifted Psychics. Call 866-228-2883 and mention code word Haunting Live to receive 10 minutes for just $10. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Is Jamie Breeze. I'm a psychic medium and animal communicator. Um, I do specialize in communicating with animals in the afterlife, so animal mediumship. Uh, welcome to this episode of Haunting Live. Thank you so much for joining us. And this episode, we have Jamie Breeze, medium. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Trevor, for having me. Well, it's wonderful to have you on this episode, and I appreciate you taking your time to talk to us a little bit about your journey through mediumship and what you learn. And especially your other ability, which is animal communication, which is really interesting. We've had guests on before that do the communication with animals, and I like to see what your take is on it as well. So, but first of all, can you introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yes, of course. Hello, everyone. As Trevor mentioned, my name is Jamie Breeze. I'm a psychic medium and animal communicator. Um, I do specialize in communicating with animals in the afterlife, so animal mediumship. And it's one of my favorite things to tap into now. You know, animal grief is not fully recognized in our society. And I feel like this is an important step and a tool that we can all use to, you know, seek comfort and healing after a pet has crossed. So I love the world of mediumship. I love the world of animal communication and combining them both together is just like nothing. There's nothing better than that. <laughs> what got you into mediumship? We do focus mainly on mediumship on the show. So I want to start with that and what kind of got you into the field? Did you have any experiences as a child growing up or what got you into it? Yeah, you know, I, I truly believe I was born as a medium. Um, as When I could first start speaking a verbal language, I, I would talk to my parents, you know, about spirits around me, about the afterlife, um, and even about previous lives that I have had. Um, so I've, I've always felt energies around me and I've always known that there's more out there. So, you know, and growing up, I, I kind of assumed everyone was a medium. And again, I didn't know the term medium at the time. Um, I, I just assumed, you know, people would speak with angels at night and, you know, spirits in the houses or their cat or dog, you know, like I, so I, I just kind of grew up thinking that was a normal thing. Um, and, but I always kind of knew things that I technically shouldn't have known as a child. And the conviction with these things was just so deep that there was always just something more out there, you know, and it wasn't until you know, I became open about this, these senses and energies with, I guess, my school peers in elementary school and high school, that I learned not everyone was channeling or connecting or doing the same kind of rituals in a way that I would do. And when I say rituals, like, you know, when when you are a medium, or when you are a child who is very susceptible to the other realms, you know, it does dictate how your life is a little bit. And for me, it, it consumed, and I don't mean that in a bad way, because it's, I think it's pretty cool. But it consumed like 75% of my life, I would say. So even as a kid, anything I would do, or like a game I would play, 
I would incorporate past life memories or mediumship kind of into it, like the spirits, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. You're kind of exploring the uh, energies you felt as a child growing up to kind of explain it to yourself, right? Yeah, well, and because I thought it was normal. And I just figured that was how it's done, you know, and... So my daily, so my morning routine with, for example, you know, people get up and brush their teeth and do whatever. I do that, but I also have to, and I've been doing this since I was a kid, you know, sit within spirit's energy and to kind of feel into it and almost like, like I meditate in a way. And it's like, if I get up and start my day without resonating and sitting in the power of spirit, my whole day is off. It's wonky. Like I just don't function properly. So that's, and that's what I mean about like the rituals as a kid doing different, implementing different tasks and stuff, I guess. So I guess to answer your question, like I I know I was born a medium. Did you have something happen that kind of forced you to do those rituals? Like did something say to you, like a spirit guide or something encourage you to start doing that? Or did you kind of jump into it yourself? No, it was a knowing. It just made me feel good, you know? Like it it feels like it resonates with me. It's almost like getting dressed in the morning. You know, we get dressed because we don't want to go out in public with our clothes on, but it's same as me. I need to sit in spiritual energy and, you know, put a bubble of protection and light around me. And that's my, that makes me feel comfortable. And so I've kind of taught myself over the years. And then once I got into um, my teen years, that's when I started, you know, taking classes and courses and, working with spiritual healers and teachers in order to understand how to control energies and my powers. That's good. Did you have some guidance then after you started doing your meditations and your your rituals in the mornings before you start your day? Did you have some guidance to help you with that after then? So did you have anybody that sort of helped you? Not with the meditation and stuff. I feel like that's kind of a journey you have to kind of I don't know, dig deep for a little bit. Meditation isn't as easy as people would like it to be. It can be, but you have to silence your mind, which is very, very hard. But I I had a lot of teachers who helped me understand, like deciphering what spirit is trying to relay the messages, you know, whether that's through mediumship or through dream interpretation or whatever. So I've had a lot of teachers and coaches along the way to be like, okay, you are seeing the color red. What does that color make you feel like? And what's the message for the person in front of you kind of thing. And so I've developed a lot over the years with everything I do. And I think, I think the spirit world and mediumship and everything, it's always evolving. I don't think it's something you can finally get to the end of the chapter and be like, Oh, I've learned everything. No, you get to that chapter and another book opens. You're like, okay, here we go. Like there's so much information and knowledge that our human minds can't even fathom at this time. Oh, I know that for sure. It's like, somebody comes to you and says, oh, you do ghost hunting or something. It's like, well, you should know this and you should know that. Then what, they ask you questions after questions. It's like, well, some stuff you just don't know the answers to because there is so much out there because it is such a wide open field. But that's what I love about it because there is so much out there to learn. It's always something to learn. Yeah, and I don't know if you're the same, Trevor, but I, I'm i really good at shutting myself off too. And I don't know if that's a nice gift that the spirit gave me naturally, or I've learned it over four decades. I don't know. But like when I'm not in a session, I I can turn my, that side of my brain off. 
So people are like, well, shouldn't you know that? Well, I'm not working. Like, it can be exhausting, right? We live normal lives as well. You know, so if you're if you were on the psychic higher vibration mind, I think we'd be tired constantly. It is hard for people, though, especially if you're just getting into developing your gifts and learning how to use them. I think it is difficult for sometimes for people to have that off switch because yeah, and it, sometimes you so get too. bombarded all the time with spirit energy yeah. or people energy and just it's hard to shut off sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, did I learn that or did I was I just lucky and kind of have that? But I, I, I can do say as a child or as a teenager, I didn't have that regarding um, a haunted house I lived in. So that was very difficult for me. Oh, that's interesting. Can you share any stories or experiences that you had in that house? Um, well, and you know, that's partially why I went and started seeking um, professional like coaching and guidance, because it was like that. It was like an on and off switch. I was like, I had to learn that switch. And, you know, I'm always open to spirit, like source energy, higher vibrations, like angels and higher powers and archangels and ascended masters. But when it comes to like, the haunting realm I get a little scared so that's where I really needed to understand how to control that because you know as a teenager going like trying to sleep at night and ghosts are coming to you and knowing that you can see them and hear them and feel them you know it was a bit traumatizing to me um whereas like toys would move and like my bed would shake and you know, just getting that, we call it the gut instinct, you know, that's using our solar plexus energy and that I would walk into a room and I would know if there was like a not nice energy in there. And that would happen all the time for me when I was growing up. And so that was a very uncomfortable time in my life. But as soon as I understood that I can be the one in control, it's been great ever since. Yeah, once you learn that step, and I think it's important for mediums to learn that step, is that you're the one that's in control and yeah. you can block things out when you need to. And it's very important for mediums to learn how to do that, especially if they're yep. encountering energies all the time, yes. So did you have anything happen to you? You mentioned a few things like the bed shaking or you could sense people in rooms and stuff like that. But did something happen to you that sort of moved you forward into communicating with spirit? That's a really good question. I, Not that I can think of. And I, you know, because growing up, I didn't know I could do this as a profession. I just thought it, it's too cool. Like can I make a living out of it? You know, I didn't really progress. And, you know, I've always gone to psychics and mediums myself because I love doing that stuff. And they all kept saying, you need to be a medium. You need to be a medium over and over and over again. And so I think I was just kind of ready in my life um, to try it, to put myself out there. And Zoom is a wonderful thing. And that's what really propelled my venture forward was, you know, connecting with clients all over the world now. And so it's really taken off for me. And I am so lucky. Like, I love doing this work. And, you know, I, I work with all people around the world. And it's just awesome. So I think it was timing. I'm a huge believer in a divine plan. 
And I think it was just the timing for me to step out and do it. I, I agree with you there. I think everything has a specific timing. Things happen for a reason, that kind of thing. So if it's the right time for you, then it was the right time for you to start doing it for sure. What do you do then day to day? What do you focus on for your clients? Do you do readings? Do you do spirit communication for people on the mediumship side of things? What's your daily focus on your mediumship for people? Um, well, I guess it just depends what their needs are. Um, as mentioned earlier, I do a lot of animal mediumship work and I feel like that's where a lot of people are connecting with me now is, um, needing, needing peace and comfort after their pets have crossed over, you know? And so like, it depends on a daily basis, like what clients I have coming, um, scheduled in or, or what that looks like. But a lot of, a lot of my work is self-work if that makes sense um i i i'm really learning to go deep and heal past lives and go within and reach the highest level of spirituality i can in this life so a lot of my work is on myself too and then i'm 100 dedicated to each client when i am with them and it's very important to remember their needs and what they are going through at that time and their emotional state as well. So I find like the more I do some inner work, the better I can connect with my clients on their emotional levels too. Then do you get connections between the owner and the pet as well when you do your reading? So like, do you, do you focus on just the pet energy or do you get both of them kind of coming in together? The paranormal can happen at any time. So that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing to protection to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live. Yeah, I let them know that that can happen. That stuff for them might come up. Um, not only may come from me, but also animals love to talk about their people. So if you have a deceased dog and you've been stressed out at work over something, the dog might bring that up, you know, we're checking in on the dog on the other side, making sure they're okay. It's still part of you. And the dog might say, Hey, I know mom is super stressed at work. Let her know that I am helping her with this upcoming project, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of Animals love doing psychic stuff for their people. So what is it then that I know you deal with spirit communication and animal communication both. So when people come to you to talk about their animals, is it mostly ones that have crossed or ones that are still alive? You know, mostly when they have crossed. Um, I love doing both aspects. But again, I think the animal mediumship realm is really getting its name out there and people are becoming more open and willing to accept that as well. Animal grief is not recognized in our society the way it needs to, you know, your pet dies, you're expected to go back to work the next day. You're expected to just replace them by getting another one. For many of us, that is not the case. Our animals are our family, our soulmates, our confidence, our constant companions. And then when that is, feels like it's gone, that is devastating. You know, it's just, it can be so debilitating. And, you know, you can read books and do all this stuff, but I don't think there's anything else like animal mediumship out there. Like, 
to connect with your pet who has crossed over and to get the signs and clues that they are still a part of your life. And what I do like proving to my clients is that your relationship with that pet, it's not over. It's just a bit different right now. And which leads me into like my all time favorite thing is animal reincarnation. So, you know, what we do is we connect with the pets on the other side and then get clues in their messages as to if, when, and how, where they will reincarnate back to you as. So my dog, she passed in 2016 and she reincarnated back to me four years ago. And, you know, there's so many people who are open to reincarnation now and, wanting their pets to come back and it's super easy have you figured out how that works like how do you know how when some pet passes on like yours did and mine did as well a while ago um i believe ours did reincarnate as well so how long does that take for something to cross over and come back have you figured that out I think every situation is different. I think every situation is completely different. I don't know if there's rules behind it. I, I don't know if there are rules on the other side. I think going talking about the other side, anything is possible. Have your communications with spirit on the other side and animals, have they revealed anything to you along what happens to them when they cross? Is it the same as when we cross? Or I, To me, like in my experience, to me, it feels the same as when a human crosses. There might be, there's probably a lot more layers, but I personally haven't witnessed that or seen it in my work. But what I'm usually shown as for an animal, for example, is just their, their spirit leaving and just feeling like they're home. Death is scary only because people made it scary. But death for animals is normal. And that's what they tell me constantly. They're like, this is part of the journey. And that is where home is, you know? So I've never seen a bunch of layers and craziness happening. I just see the simplicity of them leaving their body and going to the other side. And then they showcase who they're with a lot of times, whether it's other animals they lived with or mom or dad or grandma and grandpa, whoever else is over there, which I love as well, because that shows us that animals are part of our soul family. You know, they're not creatures that don't have a soul and don't go to heaven or the other side, whatever you want to call it. They are with family over there. No, that's good have, to know that they seen... actually crossed and they join, just like yeah. we cross and we join as well. So Yeah, good. have you... Have you seen anything that I can't explain? Like when an animal or a person crosses over, have you, do you have a different experience? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I agree with you that it's probably mm -hmm. like layered and everything is different each time, but I would assume it would be the same type of process. Like it's I a think living so. being just like we are. So I think it would just, you know, their energy would yeah. just move on. So yeah, I but think so. The, reincarnation part I find interesting because that's what happened to me and you said that's what happened to yourself as well so I'm just wondering how that all works like how it ties into like okay they cross but then you know they came back for some reason right again I think every situation is different but majority of them is like I guess a, the most basic example and it's totally not basic but it's like the animal is here to teach us something or help us and we've been with these pets or these soul creatures for lifetime after lifetime, they're always a part of us. 
And so say your your dog passes away because of their senior and whatnot, and then you want to connect with them and see when they're coming back. You know, there is a timeline. And what happens is they have a lesson for us to learn and conquer before they come back into a new body. And my lesson, for example, was, was when my dog passed, she wanted me to understand the levels of reincarnation and how it works and how to help other people find their their pets and whatnot. Um, but an example I do like to use, this wasn't a client of mine, but it is a reincarnation story I did here. And I was like, oh, that's a good example. So this woman, she... I had this cat. They were best pals. Her cat was her everything. She couldn't, she didn't like being home alone without her cat. She didn't like doing anything without her cat. She was very introverted. And then her cat died and she was all alone. And she was like, everything was hard. Even cooking dinner was hard. She couldn't even watch a movie by herself without enjoying it. She always had to be with someone. And the cat's message on the other side was you have to learn to love yourself and be with yourself and appreciate being by yourself. And then I'm going to come back. So this woman like put everything into it and she like started like self-love and like, and then she started being happy. Like, Hey, I can go for a walk by myself. I don't need a friend. I can go to the movies by myself. Like that's fun. And then this cat reincarnated. So the cat was on the other side to help her mom understand to appreciate who she was and I think you know that's a good and, point you made too because i think even when we cross i think there's a lesson that we have to learn before we can move on as well i think that's right, a lot right. of times why spirits get trapped on our side because they cannot fully cross until something you know that's one of the lessons i guess is like this unfinished business is what they say and they have to finish yeah. it before they move on so i think that's a good point thank you for sharing that interesting story it really sounds incredible that we made that one connection there, and I think that's wonderful. Um, so what else do you do in your business besides animal communication and mediumship? Is there anything else that you work on? Um, you know, I teach as well. So um, what am I, I do teach animal communication classes as well. And also something I that's really close to my heart is I do a psychic kid and teen program as well. Um, so I, because I was kind of like childhood years, my teen years being like, what the hell like how do I harness this power and what am I doing and who's capping me on the back so I, I really created a program to step-by-step -step help psychic children and teens to understand their powers and like how to utilize them and how to own them you know like turning that light switch on and off you know, and to not be scared, but get excited and empower them for it. So I, I really like doing that. And adults can take the course as well. Um, but I just really advertise it for the kids and teens because there's not enough sources out there. You know, if we all had like a Hogwarts and stuff to go to growing up, that would change the world for sure. You know, and I assume there are many schools like that, but costly, you know, and so we need to teach our youngsters that these are innate abilities of humans. And let's stop shutting it down. Let's stop telling kids that they, oh, you just have a wild imagination. No, they're talking to dead grandma over there. Like, let's allow them to. No, I agree with that. There are a lot of children that have that ability because obviously children are more open than adults are so and they like say they don't know what's happening because they haven't been taught what they're experiencing yet they're kind of going through it blindly so that's great that you have that option for them yes thank you and i love teaching it i love teaching kids my youngest kid has been eight 
Um, and it's, it's just so awesome seeing how they grow and how excited they are and for and it. So I assume you follow through with them as well, like throughout their education and stuff, trying to see yep. how they develop and all that. So with their gifts. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. that's wonderful. Absolutely. So. Yes. I become friends with all my students. I love them all. <laughs> how has that been received by people you've had on so far? Pretty good. Like, are they interested in learning more? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They'll, they'll keep signing up to, and then, so it's a one-on-one -on -one program or you can do it with a sibling or a friend too. But I, I want to focus one-on-one -on -one with the people so they can pick their times because there's after-school activities, gymnastics, hockey, whatever. So you pick the times that work for you. And it's a three-module program. And so then if you re-sign up again, I'll know now where you're at. And then we'll just modify the program to go to your abilities and what level you're at. So it's very personalized. No, I think that sounds amazing. And hopefully they'll, you have lots of kids coming to you to get their abilities ticked up. I guess. Yes. So <laughs> at least they'll have some guidance there. So um, can people contact you some way? Do you want to sort of promote your website or anything else you have? Yeah, my website, um, Instagram, TikTok, everything is all under my name, Jamie Breeze. Um, and my first name is spelled J-A-I-M-E, like almost like a gem. JamieBreeze.com um, on Instagram, all the networks. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for coming on. I really appreciate talking to you today. And thank you for your insight into animal reincarnation. I think that's been amazing. And it's a passion that you have as well. So thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you so much for having me, Trevor. Miss one of our episodes? Replay your episodes on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Show your support for Haunting Live by supporting our broadcast partner, Rhode Island Broadcasting. Find them on YouTube. The paranormal can happen at any time. So that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing to protection to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live.